Thank you for tuning in to the WAM Podcast, where women empower women in business and manufacturing. Hello, and welcome to Full Time with Amy Nicholas. I'm so excited about the podcast today because I get to interview this amazing woman. Her name is Karen Vellante. She's been interviewed by a ton of different, really noteworthy channels, uh, CBS, ton. She's got an amazing, amazing story to tell, and she's got an amazing product to talk about. And this is really a great link into not just how you make decisions as a woman and manufacturing. And we just like tie it all together in this podcast because she's like the perfect one. So I want to introduce you guys. This is Karen Vellante, and she is actually the president and the, the start of Made Here New York. So Karen, hi, how are you? Hi, good morning. How are you, Amy? Thanks I'm for really good. Me. Absolutely. I know I'm really glad that you're here. I talked to you before this and I just was so excited about today's show. So can you tell everybody a little bit about what Made Here New York is? Well, Made Here New York is a company and we produce 100% cotton knit blankets, scarves and sweaters with everything entirely sourced in the United States. I was a designer, I was a sweater designer many moons ago. And when I had my second daughter, I retired with no further thought of ever designing again, except for just for my own home purposes. And through just how life happens and how I would always, I kept all my sweaters because they were cotton and they were beautiful and they were made on machines. And, but I would keep them and wear them because they were just timeless. My I daughters heard would that take- your daughter would get all of these compliments and that's how this she did. like really blew up. Okay. That, that's that awesome. Is, she, you know, it's funny as your daughters get older, they start raiding your closet and you're like, what? You I know my daughters stuff? are five and six. I'm like, where's my stuff? <laughs> Can you imagine so, when they get older? Yeah. So she would wear this one sweater in particular. I call it the signature sweater and she would wear it and get lots of compliments. And oh, she, Ultimately, she said, Mom, everybody loves a sweater. You should be designing again. Why aren't you designing again? The first thought was, well, who's in business anymore? Because anyone I had known, any of the factories that I used, they were all out of business, sadly to say. So and what do you, why do you think that happened? That, is it just because of, you know, they've, they'd moved overseas? Do you think it was because of just like a, a change in trend or? Oh, well, it was definitely a shift in, in the economy. Big manufacturers, big retailers were all moving their production offshore yeah. because it was cheaper. And it's just the way it, it went. So when I went back into the industry, or when I, this, it became like an investigative process. I said, well, wait a minute, there's got to be somebody. And I did. I called up people that I used to know and I called up, you know, they told me other people and it, I just plodded along and found other knitting mills that that were still in business and they had adapted to the environment in in different ways. So they might make smaller batches, they might cater to smaller people, but they still were doing the business and they really knew what they were doing because they they had stood the test of time. Finding them though was not easy. No, it wasn't. (laughs) So, I mean, that's I'm glad you were able to find that because I think that, you know, having items that are sourced here in America is is becoming more and more important. I know it's something that I look for when I'm shopping. It is. And to, it's important for me. Well, for me, I just, I like, I love working in a factory. I love seeing knit downs come off of a machine and that's just personal, what I like and what to see and what to feel. And I can change the yarn and color as I go. 
but it's also important because even for your carbon footprint, there's less shipping, not not just shipping costs, but shipping overseas, shipping in a container. The carbon footprint is less because you're just getting it here. It's less travel for your items to go. I use cotton that I source here. I use twill ribbon that I buy from Pennsylvania. I have the labels printed in Florida. So it's just, I really, really try to keep it all here. I love that. I love that. So can you tell us a little bit about the product? Because I have been on your website and I can tell you that I already have like a list of things that I am ordering. So <laughs> thank you. Tell us, I, I feel like everybody needs to know about it because it's, I mean, everything looks so cozy, but also well, very started, fashionable. Thank you. Well, it started with the signature sweater, which is a pointel knit and it's a, I made a V-neck because it's more flattering, but it can look good on anyone. It can look good on a 20 year old with cowboy boots and shorts to you know, a woman, say 50, just with black slacks and, and just some nice boots. But I used Supima cotton. Supima was even hard. Even yarn was hard to get. Yarn used to be so easily attainable. And there are people that grow it. Obviously, we grow it in the United States. A lot of the Supima cotton is shipped out to China. And some of the major manufacturers will knit our Supima cotton here in China. But when I called, I called the company called Beulah Yarns. They said, you know, I, said, I was looking for a particular size. I was looking for a sweater size, which would be like 16s to or 20s to. They do a lot more for T-shirts, which is a fine, fine size. So I said, well, you have anybody, you know, can I do an odd lot? Can I do this? So somehow they, I was able to have them lower their minimums for me. But then I had to further go down the line and get it plied somewhere else. It was very interesting because you used to be able to say, well, I just need some 20s too. So it's basically a, a 20s yarn that's plied into a double ply. Very, very interesting because I never had to do that before. I had never had to go through that process. So that was interesting. So I did some small batches of sweaters and the, I did just black and cream and I kept it really tight because I didn't want to go into a factory and say, well, I'm going to make all this and I'm making a website and I wasn't doing any of the Javits shows. I just wanted to, it was really a hypothetical, like, well, what if I do this? And what if I do this? And it kind of grew into, well, then I did some recycled cotton yarn, which is basically cotton yarn that's plied with some synthetic fibers to give it strength, because that's the only way you could get the cotton to be regenerated, I guess, into into yarn. Yeah. And then somebody asked me if I could make blankets. And I said, oh, yes, I can make blankets. And the blankets I do in the three gauge, I do some chunky ones and, and they're really fun because I have fun with the stitches and they're one size fits all. And I was buying some yarn and then I said to my knitter, I said, do you have any yarn that you might want to, that that's extra yarn that you have from an, another order or anything like that? And my knitter said, yes, I do. And what happens is sometimes they'll have an order that fell through. They'll, they'll buy the yarn in anticipation of an order with a big retailer or something like that and then they'll have all this yarn on hand that happens often and then sometimes even if it's 100 pounds 200 pounds they'll throw it in a landfill because this is the type of yarn that's like too fine for a hand knitter and it's not enough for like macy's to come and say we want to buy you know make an order so that's right. where i can come in and say oh god i can use this this is great so oh that's awesome yeah and that's why a lot of that's why you see a lot of natural i had started dying some of the sweaters, some of the sweaters, the Supima, the jewel neck with the knit in pocket. I dyed that. And then I said, you know what? I don't even want to dye the sweaters anymore. I just want to keep it natural. And when I do dye some sweaters, 
I want to try to use, use real indigo and I want I'm, I'm exploring more natural methods because I really want to keep my carbon footprint low. That's very, that's awesome. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit how it was, because it sounds like this entire process has been like crazy, like a lot of <laughs> legwork, a lot of legwork for one person. I mean, this is just insane. So coming out of not working for so many years, obviously having the experience, but then like just kind of jumping into it. How was that? The designing part was the easy part for me. That's the, that's the fun part. It's totally fun. The business part is where I'm at a deficit. <laughs> and it's all new because social media and Instagram and Facebook. And I was on Facebook just, you know, for personal fun stuff. But then I said, oh, now I need a Facebook page for my business. And no, oh, I need a Twitter page and I need an Instagram page. It's fun. I sometimes put music to my videos and I like exploring that. But the whole business aspect is is definitely harder for me that the hats that I wear from the designing part, the sourcing yarn, that's, again, like, that's the fun part for me. That's the easy part. The, the parts that are harder for me are the business end of it, the analytics, the, the real nitty gritty where you go into the business, the, the terms that I'm just, I didn't go to business school and here I am. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I can absolutely relate because I, you know, I own a marketing company and I'm as creative and, you know, the marketing end I get and learning throughout this process, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes and you have to learn from them because I, again, you're, and it is, it's, it's like, ah, I'm running the business too. You've got a, that employees you're responsible for and, and, you know, billing and all of those kind of things. So it is a, it can be very overwhelming <laughs> to say the least to take on all those extra things in order to like get to where you want to go. Cause you're not good at everything. So that whole e-myth idea where like you got to surround yourself with people that know what they're doing but it doesn't matter when you have a small business because you got to figure it out anyway <laughs> yeah you, it's, it's absolutely yeah it's so important and even you know i'll say to my daughter well i want to post this video but i want it to look like this do you see what they did here on this video and or on this instagram post well how did they get that on there and so my daughter will just do it like really fast i'm like no 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 you have to go slow because i have to do it you know, I have to do it so that I know how to do it. So I, it sounds silly, but yeah, I have to know it from start to finish. What the hell, what's, what's going on? So that's what, I'm, what we're talking about. And I'm not in sales either. So I'm just really designer at heart. So when it comes to sales, even I, I made a website. <laughs> I just tried to then do a lot through social media and I did pop-ups and craft shows. And that's where I gained some traction, which was fun. And then I got into a, a large retailer's local assortment, which is really cool. And it was only in their stores in New York. And I said, you know, I waited, I waited because I didn't want to be the biggest pain, but the squeaky wheel. So I decided, yeah, I'm going to be the squeaky wheel. So I approached whoever I was dealing with. I said, you got to put me in touch with whoever, whoever, whoever. I need to be on, on their website. So I got on one of, you know, a big retailer's website as part of their local assortment. And that's driving a lot of traffic for me. So, and it's great. And I, I just, I do the shipping from my house and, you know, I wrap everything like it's a gift. And even if they, and they can email me personally also, do they want me to put a card inside their present? Do they want me to put, you know, they can email me. It's fine. I have no problem popping in a card and writing a special note to whoever they're sending it to, if that's what the case is too. Awesome. Well, I can tell that, you know, I, I don't know how much of a salesperson you have to be because just looking at your website, the product that you have is a beautiful product. And I know that you're in a lot of big retailers now, 
which I think that is huge. I mean, you've come a long way in a really short period of time. And I think the product is what speaks to that. And if anybody goes to your website, madeherenewyork.com, you will definitely see what kind of quality, beautiful product that you have. Uh, what is your, what are you thinking of? Like, where do you think this is going? Where are you hoping it's going to go? Ultimately, I want it to grow where I'm going to do more sweaters. I want to be collaborating with bigger retailers. I want to have more people know that Made in America is important for conscious consumerism. And I want to par- you know, partner with like-minded brands. Long-term for me, I'd like to get some alpaca and I, you know, some just more more luxury fibers, but so I'm I'm keeping it to cotton right now. Not that cotton's not a luxury fiber because it totally is to me. It's it's hyperallergenic. A lot of people aren't allergic. It's not itchy. But long term, short term, I just need to just keep going and keep you know just making more sales. I guess that sounds so. It sounds so simple and so lame. But yeah, I want to push it forward. I want to meet more people. I like the people that I'm meeting. As far as it sounds. Again, whenever I get good feedback from a customer, it's like, wow, that's that's awesome. I had a guy email me, can I make this blanket longer? And I said, well, you know, hold on. I don't usually do that, but if I have it on the machine now because I had just placed a production order, I can add that on at the end of his run. So I was able to make him a longer blanket, and when he received it, he sent me the nicest email, and, and pretty much that's what it's all about. So it's just, you know... I just like to see them and I'd like to be collaborating with decorators also because just an added touch of a comfy, chunky throw blanket on a couch or at the edge of your bed is just beautiful. Yes, it is. And you have beautiful things. So there's no question that that's a great direction for you and any designer who would work with you. It just makes sense as far as I'm concerned, because I would like one in my house. So, okay, great. Well, I listen, I, I think this is great. I only see good things for you. Let me ask you one last question. How are you balancing it now? I know your kids are a little older and you're in school. Uh, they're in school. You're not in school, but I guess you are. You're in the school of life, right? <laughs> Business life. <laughs> but, you know, how is it? How is it now? Like, how, you know, jumping well, into all of it and kind of just digging in and, you know, still, I mean, you still have family, still have other things that you're doing, but it sounds like you're, you're knee deep. So what is it that you're doing that's kind of helping you get it all done? I do networking groups. I belong to networking groups. I go to the Small Business Administration a lot. I go to their website. I see what I, I find a lot of tutorials on a lot of things like that. And then the, that's for my business. And then the balancing of home, I do work from home. So I just have to shut it down sometimes and like say, yeah, I can't do laundry. No, sorry. That's going to have to wait. Or, you know, I just have to put my list of things to do and what's the most important business-wise today and block out my time for business and my time for home because I do have one daughter still living at home and she, yeah she she needs me she doesn't really need me but she does because <laughs> we have dinner with the family every day and I'm responsible for that I am responsible for the home so I think the hardest part is that home comes first but if, if it's personal yes but if it's something that's just like laundry or whatever that can wait you know what can wait and what can't so you just have to say you know if your daughter needs you to talk about something important that's what's more important than anything so that's kind of how you i break it down i love that prioritizing is like it's definitely a skill i'm working on i'm not innately great at that but it's definitely what i'm working on so and i love that i think that's really really good advice so listen everybody out there to all my listeners made here new uh, definitely go check it out. They have amazing, amazing products. 
Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. And you guys will put the website up as well on our social media with a link so that you can get right there. Do you have anything else that you would like to tell our listeners today? Well, just thank you very much for listening. And yeah, buy American, not just look for special products that are made here. That's it. I love it. I love it. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm really excited to get to share you with our listeners. And I'm sure that we're going to be seeing really great things from you. Thanks again, Amy. All right. We'll talk soon. And thank you, guys. Look for us next time on Full Time with Amy Nichols. Bye. Thank you for joining the WAM podcast, where women empower other women in business and manufacturing. For more shows like this, go to whampodcast.com. That's whampodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.